The Department of Health and Exercise Studies offers five minors to students who wish to delve deeper into their health and wellness coursework. One of these programs is a 16-credit-hour minor in dance, which is designed for students who wish to dive deeper into dance studies specifically. Today, we're sitting down with Joan Nicholas Walker, a member of the Hess faculty at NC State, to discuss the dance minor and what it's like to be a dancer in the age of COVID-19. Okay, so today we are sitting down with Joan Nicholas Walker, one of the faculty at NC State um, in the Health and Exercise Studies Department to talk a little bit more about the dance program at NC State. How are you today, Joan? I'm great. Awesome. So we're going to start by just kind of like talking a little bit about you. So what initially sparked your interest in dance? Um, I started dance because... I have two older brothers, and when I was, I think, five or four turning five, uh, my mother uh, decided I needed something to do other than going to my brother's baseball, basketball, football games. I'm old enough, unfortunately, (laughs) that in the town I grew up, Hanover County, um, Mm. outside of Richmond in Virginia, there weren't enough or very many uh, female sports teams. Mm -hmm. So, um, and I I just wasn't that interested in softball, uh, much to my father's. (laughs) Um, But so we literally, that's how it started. Uh, She just wanted to find me an activity. And I was a very physical child, jumping out of trees, that kind of thing. (laughs) Um, So... We were in a shopping center and saw a sign for Diane Hale School of Dance opening. This was uh, oh, wow. 1979-ish, oh, I think. Goodness. And um, I was one of her first students. And I just, that became my thing. And not because my mother wanted me to do it. After she introduced me to it, um, I just loved movement. So cool. That's how it started. That's amazing. I used to be a dancer, so it's something that's like very near and dear to me too, Mm -hmm. for sure. Um, And from from a super small town, so I get that as well. (laughs) Um, So after that initial spark and studying dance more intensively, Mm -hmm. what brought you to NC State specifically? I know that's probably a long answer. Yeah. Just a little summary. Um, Long road, but... Mm -hmm. I, this is my second time living in North Carolina, oh, in the wow. Raleigh area. Um, we moved here, my husband and my two girls, from California uh, years ago. Wow. And um, so I taught at Meredith College, and I actually was a guest artist at NC State for NC uh, Dance. Uh, wow. So um, so it's interesting to come back as a faculty member. We always wanted to return to North Carolina. We moved only because my husband was transferred. Um, so we re- came here from Maryland last year. Oh, wow. Yeah. And so in Maryland, I was, um, you know, worked. I've been actually, this is like my 20th year of teaching dance in higher ed. 
Wow. Yeah, I just realized that the other day. That's amazing. (laughs) Okay. Yeah, and for someone who I danced, you know, from 5 to 18, went to college as an English creative writing major Mm. because I listened to a few people who said, oh, what are you going to do with dance now? I was always, I performed in a company from age 10 all the Mm -hmm. way to 18. Um, But I started teaching at Diane Hale School of Dance. um, And I think I started assistant teaching at 13 years old. So I've been teaching for a long time and it was always something I wanted to do, but I had Mm -hmm. other interests. So I went to college pursuing those other interests. Mm -hmm. Walked into, there was a a lec dem about the dance program at George Mason University Mm -hmm. and where I was attending undergrad and I realized, you know what, I still want to do that. And so I ended up changing my major, went on to grad school at Ohio State because I knew I wanted to teach in higher ed. And that's the full, I guess, yeah. circle in a sense. That's what I was about to say is, is there's so many different like full circle yeah. moments. That's so cool. And the dance world is so small that I've mm-hmm. met some of the same people multiple times, but different places. It's actually, yeah, very that's cool. So cool. Yeah. So cool. So now that you're here at mm-hmm. NC State, what are some of the unique things about the dance program at NC State um, and some of those components of that program? Yeah, I think what I'm most proud of is that for the minor at NC State, you can take any of the dance technique classes and they count. That wow. the dance in higher ed, we're starting to come around and realize that ballet and modern aren't the only dance forms and they're Mm -hmm. not the most important dance forms Mm -hmm. and that's going to take we we're getting there outside of nc state nc state is already there which i'm very proud of and i point out to a lot of the students that if you pursue a minor in dance here you can take social dance jazz Mm -hmm. all of the different dance forms it does not have to be those that are out of you know western culture it does not have to just be your ballet and modern classes and there are a lot of universities around the country and the world who are still kind of stuck in that mood that certain dance forms are more high art and more important than other dance forms like much more rigid and exactly that's awesome Mm -hmm. that's so cool that the the curriculum is so fluid yes i love that yeah um so let's say so if a student is very new to dance, but they mm-hmm. just want to try it out, are there any courses that you would recommend to them specifically? Any of the level one classes, really? ballet one, jazz one, social dance, uh, any of them, uh, African dance, mm-hmm. all of those classes are, I say the first day of class, I ask how many have previous experience. So mm-hmm. I just finished teaching my ballet one class. Oh, wow. And um, the first day I asked, you know, by a show of hands or thumbs up, thumbs down or whatever in the check, mm-hmm. uh, <laughs> what, who has, you, you know, you have never danced before. Raise your hand. Let me know. And, and I tell them this class is for you mm-hmm. because that's how I approach the level one classes. Mm-hmm. It's introducing them to this dance form. Right. Um, now, if you have previous experience, can you still get a lot out of the class? Absolutely. Yeah. So I think that's what all of us in dance are just used to doing mm-hmm. is, you know, students come with different experience and they also excel at a different at a rate, a different mm-hmm. rate. So we're used to and we always teach a bunch of levels within one level. It may say ballet one, but for instance, I'll give options 
for uh, for a specific combination mm. or exercise. If you have more experience and you're ready to do, say for instance, a grand plie instead mm-hmm. of a small demi plie, then you may do that. Oh, wow. So that's why I feel like any of our classes, I mean, they're perfect for, you know, I have a couple and I was just telling them, mm-hmm. I was like, you have grown so much. The strength wow. that, and now at the end, this last, one of the last classes, I can say a combination and they know exactly what the steps are. Wow. I can just say it without demonstrating it. So That's they've come so cool. yeah. Yeah, a long way. A lot yeah. of growth. A lot happens. of growth in a, in a short amount of time. Definitely. Yeah. That's so cool. So you mentioned briefly um, the element of Zoom and mm-hmm. everything being online. So that's something I'm a little bit curious about is how has being a dancer and taking dance classes and teaching dance classes um, changed amid the limitations of COVID-19? Um, that's something that I spent a lot of time this summer thinking about mm-hmm. and meeting with other, um, through NCDEO, which is a organization, um, they had a couple forms for people and, you know, teachers in higher ed and dance to talk about. And we really, it really comes down to shifting your expectations. Mm-hmm. Um, so for instance, I still expect my ballet one students to experience growth. Mm-hmm. Right. Yes. Um, will we cover as much information? Maybe not. So, for instance, in ballet, you have you do your bar work, you have your center work, mm-hmm. you move slowly with the daggios, you move quickly with petite allegros, little jumps. Mm-hmm. And, you know, there's just a system, a way that these are the things that are taught in class. We will hit all those categories, but will we do as many things in them? Maybe not. So, for instance, Grand Allegro in ballet is big jumps across the floor. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I have to keep in mind that the students have limited space. Mm-hmm. Now, I tape from the studio, but I give myself a small space also mm-hmm. to, so they won't feel like, well, she has all the space. You know, so I can oh, keep yeah. in mind their limit, um, the limitations of their space. But I still expose them to that movement. So, for instance, today I said, okay, so this is one of your standard kind of grand allegro leap combinations across the floor. Mm -hmm. I gave them those elements. They did what they could in their space. And the goal is for them outside of class to find an open space, to go outside Mm -hmm. where it's safe, to find a long hallway. You know, some of them are taping in their bathrooms. Like, that's the best, like, Wi-Fi connection. They can hold on to the sink for their bar. You know, we're making do. So I think it's just about shifting expectations right not necessarily changing them so much but just Mm -hmm. shifting them a little bit right um it's hard not to um in dance we use a lot of hands-on correcting um so i'm just talking 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 like way more just as many like analogies like pretend you are dancing in a big vat of syrup (laughs) i mean whatever it is your legs are like rubber bands (laughs) So it's challenging, but I also feel like it's a good challenge for Mm -hmm. educators because I'm definitely using all the skills, all the tools in my box. Mm -hmm. Some of them I haven't used in a little while because I didn't have to. Definitely. That's really cool. And it's cool that you're still seeing that same growth coming from those students. That's amazing. Because the expectation is you still keep working. Mm -hmm. And there is a little bit in terms of shifting expectations students have to do a little bit more work outside of class. Right, right. Absolutely. So there's a little bit more time and the expectation that, for instance, try this when you have more space. Okay. Try this again when you can do it, you know, when your dog is 
not stepping on you. Yeah. You're, <laughs> you're not, you're not through. You're yeah. Right. Yes, yes. Exactly. Your dad yeah. keeps going in the refrigerator in the kitchen. Exactly. You. Oh, my, my goodness. Online learning. What can we say? Right. So um, I'm going to close out our interview mm-hmm. with one more question, and that is, what is one of your favorite memories associated with your time as a dance instructor at NC State? Oh, wow. Professor. Let's see. This is my second year, but I've already, I think uh, last semester I had a student, she was in a jazz class, Mm -hmm. and she contacted me over email, and she was in another class and needed to interview someone about, I forgot what the subject was, it was Mm -hmm. something arts related, Mm -hmm. and she was like, oh, could I interview you? And at the end of that interview, she said, I just want to let you know that your class meant a lot to me. Mm-hmm. Um, she was going through, through some things mm-hmm. and coming to that class, listening to that music, just being in her body, took her away from all of those other things. Wow. And she said, you know, you made it fun. You always had good energy. And so, and I felt like you cared about me. And so I was like, as a teacher, that's exactly what I want to hear. Yeah. When it comes down to it, it's not about how high you can lift your leg, mm-hmm. if you can jump higher. It's about feeling good in your body and feeling good about yourself um, because you're in your body in whatever way and form and whatever that body looks like. I try mm-hmm. to be very inclusive about dance. It's not about... You know, we see all these images. Mm-hmm. I grew up with those images yeah. about what a dancer should look like. Exactly. I didn't look like that typical dancer, mm-hmm. whether it's skin tone, hair texture, body shape, etc. Mm-hmm. So that's what I want students to get out of my class, that anybody can do it and to keep doing it, even if outside of class, you know, I give exercises that aren't just about ballet. It's just about to make your body feel good when mm-hmm. you're, for instance, sitting on Zoom. Right. All day. Get in the floor, do some constructive rest, do yeah. some other things that you learn from class so you can just keep it in your life. Wow. Yeah. Oh, I have chills. Oh my gosh. <laughs> well, thank you so much yeah, for sitting welcome. down with me today. It's clear that you're having a tremendous impact. And yes, thank you so much. Thank you. Yeah. For more information on the dance minor at NC State, visit hess.dasa.ncsu.edu or head over to their Instagram at NC State Dance. Stay healthy, stay active, and go pack!